Expert Analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. we got all of our hosts here from MLB teams ready to recap all of the action for you from yesterday. We're going to start out with the Giants who walked it off for the second time this week in yesterday's biggest game. The Biggest Game. The San Francisco Giants won their fifth game in a row Tuesday and the second walk-off win in three games as well. Locked on Giants keeps building up hope as San Fran moves back into the playoff picture. Unbelievable. The Giants did it again. Down to their last strike in the ninth inning, Tyro Estrada hits a triple and Brandon Crawford a two-run walk-off home run. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. They just had a walk-off home run down by a run in the ninth inning two games ago. And this is a team, not not a lot has gone right for them this year. But, man, there's some magic going on right now. The Giants won their fifth straight game with this walk-off home run win. They've won 8 out of 10. And they pulled to two games over 500. So, I mean, this was a one to nothing game with two outs in the ninth inning. It was looking like a disappointing loss, not able to get anything going against D-backs pitching. Merrill Kelly just continuing to be a thorn in their side. But... They battled, and Tyro Estrada, who was the hero the other day, with the triple, and Crawford with the walk-off home run. Just an unbelievable turn of events for, again, a team that just has not had these types of things go, go their way at all this season. So they, they're doing it at an important time for them. They pick up a full game, and guess what? They're just four and a half games back in the wildcard race. The Padres lost again today. So we're going to break this one down on tomorrow's Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. The Phillies dominated the Reds on Tuesday night with 11 runs at the plate. Our Locked On Phillies host and Reds hosts have both sides of the lopsided final. Well, it's official. The Phillies offense is all the way back. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. The Phillies take down the Cincinnati Reds. They put up 11 runs, five homers, two from Reese Hoskins, five RBA night for the big fella, and it was just a beautiful performance at the dish. Not to mention Kyle Gibson, 11 strikeouts, the second most strikeouts by a Phillies pitcher in any game so far this year. Just a dominant, dominant win by the Philadelphia Phillies out in Cincinnati. And hopefully this is the jumpstart to break them fully out of the slump that they were in coming into this series at the plate. But just solid defense, a great pitching. Now Brandon Marsh being injured in center field looked like a rather serious knee injury of some sort. Hopefully he is all right because he was a big part of the trade deadline acquisitions the Phillies made. That's the downside of tonight's game, but the upside is the offense was incredible, the pitching was incredible, the defense was good enough, and uh, hey, that's an 11-run performance and a win by your Philadelphia Phillies. We will take it and a chance for a sweep tomorrow. Yeah, that was not ideal. We're talking about two games in a row that the Phillies have absolutely bludgeoned Reds pitching. It's just that this time they actually scored a lot of runs. Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And the Philadelphia Phillies have now had 30 hits in two games against the Cincinnati Reds. Very rough pitching night for pretty much anybody on the mound. But Farmer looked all right. And Alejo Lopez, three pitches to get two outs. 
Pretty much everybody else just got absolutely destroyed though. But, you know, give it to the Reds in the ninth inning. It really looked like they were still trying. Albert Almora slid head first into first base to beat out an infield single when the Reds were down eight runs in the ninth inning. Alas, another loss. We'll talk about that and we'll talk about more as Nick Lodolo takes the mound and hopefully we'll deliver a good pitching performance for your Cincinnati Reds. Check out the Lockdown Reds podcast for more. It may have been against the Pirates, but a strong performance on the mound has our Locked On Red Sox host thinking Boston could be getting one of its rotation pieces back into form just in time to make one final playoff push. Are the Red Sox back? Is Nick Pavetta back? Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves here, but Tuesday night was a good indicator of both. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox, and Nick Pavetta dazzled in Boston's series opening win against the Pittsburgh Pirates. He went seven strong innings, no runs, six strikeouts, one hit. He looked awesome. The Red Sox got four runs in the first inning. Kike Hernandez returned to the lineup. Tommy Pham continued to be an offensive threat from that leadoff spot. Just an overall very good win for Boston on Tuesday night. Jake and I are going to recap all of everything from Tuesday on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Red Sox. The Cubs found a way to beat the Nationals on Tuesday in 11 innings after giving up a 4-0 lead. Locked on Cubs knows it wasn't a perfect performance, but they want to stay focused on the positives. Cubs win this ball game in 11 innings, 7-5. Weird game. Have a lot to discuss uh, about the managing of this game that really irked me, but I'm going to save that for the show. As far as the game goes, let's keep it positive. Cubs won the ball game. Uh, two, two, the, the, the two stars of the game have been the two stars of the 2022 campaign for the Chicago Cubs. That's going to be Nico Horner, three-hit day, reached base four times. And that's going to be Justin Steele, who's starting to break out as a legitimate starting pitcher in the major in Major League Baseball. So that's the positives. Fran Mil Reyes with another home run. That pickup's starting to look like it makes a whole lot of sense, and it's uh, doing good things for the Cubs. Uh, offense did enough. Obviously, some shaky bullpen with all the moves they made at the deadline, but they found a way to win the game. Tune into the show to find out why I'm still really upset about some things that happened tonight. Cubs win 7-5. Coming up, the White Sox and the Brewers pick up dramatic wins. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. Football is right around the corner, NFL and college, of course, and the second half of Major League Baseball is getting very exciting. So whatever you want to bet on, just head over to betonline.net. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. The White Sox beat the Astros in their second straight down-to-the-wire win and yesterday's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. For the second night in a row, the Chicago White Sox beat the Houston Astros in the late innings, this time on Tuesday. Locked on White Sox tells you how Chicago is believing in a playoff run after another victory, while Locked on Astros can't help but laugh after taking another late game loss. What is going on? The Chicago White Sox beat the Houston Astros for the second night in a row. Another nail-biter, a Sox, more heroics late in the game. Uh, Moncada once again, most emotion I've seen from him uh, all season, maybe his entire tenure with the White Sox. 
just an unbelievable game. Sox get to the Astros bullpen uh, for a second night in a row. White Sox five games over 500. One game back in the AL Central. Start queuing up journey. Don't stop believing. Sox and Michael Kopech to the hill uh, Wednesday night on the south side. <laughs> oh, that's a funny joke. The White Sox take two games from the Astros after the Astros lead going into the seventh and eighth inning. That's the funniest. Jo- Wait, that happened? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Another implosion? Wow. A late inning implosion by the pitchers. The hitters aren't hitting. Well, they got nine hits. Dubon had three hits, but no one hit around them. It's just another win for the Southsiders against the Astros. I guess this is their World Series. The Astros fall 4-3 to three to the Chicago White Sox after a great pitcher's duel that started. Um, Jose Altuve seemed to ruin the Chicago White Sox party early, giving him a 3-1 lead. And then Justin Verlander, after a very um, interesting exchange on the mound with Maldonado, stays in, gives up a game-tying triple, and then the rest is history. Hector Neres, who hadn't given up a run since July 27th, gave up the go-ahead run. Yuan Mancata plays hero again. The Astros come back to the south side, and Framber Valdez takes a mound to try to get the next two from Chicago to hopefully split the series. Stay tuned into Locked on Astros. No matter what happens with your team every day, Ghost Rose. The Dodgers fought back from behind a couple of different times against the Brewers on Tuesday, but in the end, L.A. ended up blowing a lead of its own and lost to Milwaukee in 11 innings. Our Locked on Dodgers host explains how Craig Kimbrell again let a Dodger win slip away. Cubs win this ball game in 11 innings, 7-5. to five. Weird game. Have a lot to discuss uh, about the managing of this game that really irked me, but I'm going to save that for the show. As far as the game goes, let's keep it positive. Cubs won the ball game. Uh, two, two, the, the, the two stars of the game have been the two stars of the 2022 campaign for the Chicago Cubs. That's going to be Nico Horner, three-hit day, reached base four times. And that's going to be Justin Steele, who's starting to break out as a legitimate starting pitcher in the major in Major League Baseball. So that's the positives. Fran Reyes with another home run. That pickup's starting to look like it makes a whole lot of sense, and it's uh, doing good things for the Cubs. Uh, offense did enough, obviously some shaky bullpen with all the moves they made at the deadline, but they found a way to win the game. Tune into the show to find out why I'm still really upset about some things that happened tonight. Cubs win 7-5. Jose Suarez didn't allow a base runner until the sixth inning, but still took the loss for the Los Angeles Angels against the Mariners on Tuesday night. Locked on Angels breaks down a second straight night watching LA let a late lead turn into a loss. Well, it was the curse of the ninth inning again for the Halos on Tuesday night against the Mariners. Hey, everybody. It's Mike Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. So Monday night, the Angels fell apart in the ninth inning. And then Tuesday night, they decided that it was so much fun on Monday to fall apart that they were going to fall apart again on Tuesday. And in a game that was tied 2-2, two to two, they gave up six runs. We made a trade earlier this year, Rysel Iglesias to the Atlanta Braves. Part of that trade was Jesse Chavez, who is a former Angel. He pitched really well with the Braves, but he's back to his Angel performance with the Halos, and he's not pitching well at all. But that just seems to be the narrative 
in Southern California, specifically in Anaheim for the Angels. And this game wasn't really a bad pitching performance up until the eighth inning. Jose Suarez went five and a third, and he was pitching a perfect game. And then he couldn't get another out. He gave up four hits and gave up two runs. He did strike out five, but the Halos couldn't help him out, couldn't score any more runs. And then, of course, that ninth inning hit again. It's the curse of the ninth inning and we're over it in Anaheim. And John and I are going to talk about the game and recap all the details. So we hope you'll join us on Locked On Angels. Another win for the Orioles has Baltimore within a game of playoff position. Locked On Orioles has more on how Baltimore keeps fighting through the last months of the season. Maybe the Orioles should just set up shop in Canada. Move things north of the border because all they do there is win. Another victory for the Orioles over the Blue Jays. The O's now 6-2 and two against Toronto this season, and they pull within just a half game of the Blue Jays for the final wildcard spot in the American League with a 4-2 victory. There were so many things that went right in this game for the Orioles, but I got to take this minute to focus on Dean Kramer, who was magnificent for the Orioles in this one. Seven innings, just two runs, and remember, he gave up a leadoff single and then a two-run homer to Vladdy Jr. in the first inning. Before he got an out, it was 2-0. Then he went seven scoreless after that, struck out six, walked just one. Kramer was fabulous, one of his best starts as an Oriole, and leads the O's to a series win. And they could jump back into a playoff race tomorrow, but I'll recap everything from Tuesday night's win on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. That's it for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.